Welcome back, everyone, to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan here. For today, we have on the show, what can I say? The incredible, the amazing, the badass, the superstar, the one and only, the legendary Nadia. Nadia, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? You're fantastic. I mean, what better way to have an incredible, super badass day than to be chatting with the, with someone as legendary as you know what I mean? <laughs> thank you. Very sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I also want to thank those who are tuning in. And also, if you're new to the channel, on the description below, you're going to find all of Nadia's social media. Let's follow her. And now, let's find out why she's super badass. And without further ado, let's jump into the first question, which is how the whole journey began. Like, was there a specific moment or something or, or like an experience in life that made you realize, you know what, this is going to be my passion now? Mm, yeah, it was actually right, right off the bat. As soon as I came out the womb, my mom was like, let's get her in some dance classes. My mom was a dancer. Well, she still does okay. dance. Um, but she didn't really get to like fully pursue her dreams of dance and so I'm so grateful she put me in like a bunch of classes really as soon as she could like the little kid um like dancing around with the ribbon yeah, yeah. Classes and all that <laughs> and I loved it I loved it right away really didn't like ballet right off the bat but I remember mm. my first um hip-hop class I took and then getting in some uh more kind of like jazz contemporary classes at a younger age when we got to like freestyle more and get into like the um kind of creativity of, th of things a little bit more mm -hmm. that was when I I really I was like oh this is what I want to do this is really what I want to do mm -hmm. um yeah so since the beginning I've been dancing my whole life there you go I love it <laughs> I love it that is that is badass um moving on here like what yeah like what type of uh what type of styles of dance do you specify yeah like, like what is your thing on on uh on dancing here mm -hmm. yeah so i i grew up training in everything i went to three different studios okay. i went to a studio for like ballet and contemporary and all of that um later on in life which was shelly's dance company and then i also went to a hip-hop studio where i trained in like hip-hop fundamentals and choreography that was core dance uh yeah, core dance studio. And then I also went to a ballroom studio where I competed in Latin and standard ballroom right. elite studio. This is all in Edmonton. Um, so I, I've trained for like over a decade in all of those styles. And I am super curious about um, all of them. So I'll kind of dive into one a little bit more and then mm. I'll get curious about the other. So I would say I haven't like dedicated my life to one style. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a, a curious about all of them, but I do teach heels, which I bring in a lot of ballroom training into that. Yeah. And I also teach contemporary. I, I started dance programs where I teach those two styles. So I would definitely say that contemporary and heels ballroom mm -hmm. two um, main focuses okay okay and also the fact that you're mentioning that you are learning a little bit here and there that's cool because at the same time i would assume that it opens yeah it it, op it opens the door to to discover new stuff right to be like more yeah like be more involved into everything totally it all like feeds into each other so much i even find that um learning about other stuff mm -hmm. like psychology or even um painting like everything can really feed um choreographing and dancing so so much so I love to stay curious about all of it instead of just staying stuck 
in the studio and super mm. regulated. Um, yeah, really allowing, um, tapping into a bunch of things. Mm. Yeah, that is what that is what I have discovered that in, you know, either in music, dancing, acting, you know, like in, um, yeah, like in that, it's better if you have the possibility to go into different paths here and there, because you never know. I mean, you can specialize only in one thing. It's yeah, it's good. Maybe you're you're going to be like, a, like the top on that, let's say. But if mm -hmm. at some point there's an opportunity for something else and you didn't took the time to explore yourself different kind of realms let's say like different branches that's going to be like a limit on you at some point so totally and as far as like professional jobs go the amount of times they're just like hey you have to do a swing dance hey you have to do some contemporary hey we need you to be able to do locking right mm -hmm. now and i'm so grateful that even if i'm not a master at some of those things or it's been a few years since i've done it I have like a, a solid foundation for pretty much everything where I can um, like bring knowledge mm -hmm. to whatever I'm I'm being asked to do, which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And now that you mentioned that, tell me like, how do you prepare for a performance? Is there like a, I don't know, like a ritual or like, what is your thing before, you know, stop uh, stepping on stage? Yeah. Well, for stage, it's, I'm, I've been very lucky that I've, I've done a lot of stage and film and TV work mm -hmm. where I've had to perform in every state under the sun. Sometimes I get a full day where I get to go to the gym, drink a nice smoothie, meditate, mm -hmm. be fully in the zone and do a show. Those always feel amazing. They always mm -hmm. feel so good. But I've had to do some shows where I have five other jobs that day. <laughs> I whatever like went through something weird with a friend or you know because life happens mm -hmm. still especially when performances are daily and happening all the time um and it's really cool because I've learned how no matter what is happening it's a, it's not even like I have to push things away to get centered before performing mm -hmm. it's almost like performing is my meditation and is my healing and my presence no matter what is happening in mm -hmm. life whether it's good or bad or whatever performing whether it's film and tv or stage I feel like I get to just let everything else dissolve away and right before I go on I'm just like yes I'm so excited and um yeah it's just like that really deep presence that it almost feels like a meditation even if it is like a really upbeat number yeah yeah feel present for it that um I just need a couple moments before to tap in and I'm ready yeah, yeah. it's like it's your thing it's like going to Disneyland yeah exactly. mm -hmm. and like have you faced any significant setbacks or obstacles in your journey so far and how did you overcame uh overcome them yeah right off the bat I had a doozy doozy of a setback when I was 16, mm -hmm. right when I decided I like met my mentor and I knew that I wanted to pursue this as my career. I, I knew I decided I was so ready. I always had a little bit of an ego. I was like, I'm going to, ah, here we go. I'm going to kill this. And then I had to get hip surgery. Oh. I tore the cartilage in both of my hips, both of my hips, oh. like it was insane. 
So there's the ball in the socket joint, the cartilage that lines the whole joint. Mine had completely torn on both sides. So it was bone on bone. Oh. And I danced like that for over a year. And I would cry. I was 16 and I would cry after rehearsals because I was yeah. in so much pain. Eventually I got an MRI and they were like, yeah, you need surgery. So I got surgery at 16 to reattach it. It was in a wheelchair, had to rehabilitate. It took like over a year mm -hmm. to heal from both of them. And in that time, you, you know, I lost all my muscle mass. I lost a lot of my technique and yep. just, wasn't, you know, even using my mind in the same way. So it was slow getting back into dance. And I was questioning if it was really the right path for me. It was really like a, a dark, like internal time, which I now looking back, I'm so grateful for because it's added so much depth to my artistry and just in my life and, mm -hmm. and being who I am outside of dance. Um, but yeah, I moved to Vancouver because I was like, eh, might as well audition for um, the agency out there to cost a talent and was taking a little bit of class here and there. I wasn't doing much like ballet or jazz because I was kind of still figuring out my hips and didn't want to push it too much. But I was doing some hip hop, some light contemporary and I auditioned for them and they were like, we want you. We want you. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is my path. This is my path. And so, yeah, I'm very grateful to my agents because that definitely gave me the re-inspiration mm -hmm. to really go for it again and start training really hard. And But that was a big setback. Yeah, right at yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. But, it, it, but, you know, but you know what? It's amazing the fact that you managed to keep moving forward, you know? Because mm -hmm. I mean, we I mean, I've I've heard stories that sometimes, you know, with those type of injuries, some people is like, you know what, I'm done. And they find something else. And like, no matter what, at some point, they they just keep questioning themselves. Like, what if I just, you know, what if I continue? What if I go back? What if what if what if? And then at some point, it's kind of already too late to it somehow. You know what I mean? So it's good. The fact that you were like, I mean, I'm sure that it was a huge pain in the butt. And it was, you know, stressing most of the times. But the fact that you managed to overcome them and and now you're killing it that's pretty cool yeah yeah it definitely took like a and as I get older I realize this happens a lot in life like yeah. grieving the expectation or the idea of what I felt like something was supposed to be mm -hmm. so that I could fully open up to what life actually wanted yeah for me mm -hmm. um, but it definitely takes time to like grieve and let go of i don't know some of the ways i thought things would pan out or the timelines mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. um, yeah totally yeah and i do think that sometimes we do need kind of those moments somehow you know in order mm -hmm. in order to kind of regroup you know when you you know like in order to kind of a um yeah like to think like to think like what is going to be like our next move or just to be or just to get stronger you know because once you as you know the more you start to discover it's a very raw world out there so the fact that you can take like those type of opportunities and not see them as a curse but see them as an opportunity to get stronger you know at the end you're like i over you know i i overcome the situation i can do everything and that is and i think that is like the like the best mentality to to do to go on do things you know Totally. Yeah. And it gives like a different 
depth of gratitude mm-hmm. as well now oh, yeah when I do book the job or I, I am able to dance like I know what it's like to not have that and so every moment I'm so grateful for because I, I wasn't sure I was ever going to get it yep yeah and even if I had gone right for it when I was 17 when I graduated I I was super naive and gullible and now that I've been in some of the spaces like older I'm like ooh, I would have been so susceptible to a lot of negative things knowing mm. myself in that time as well so I'm glad I kind of went through that so I had a bit of maturity going into some of yeah yeah and I thought you mentioned also the, the fact about you know have like this gratitude and everything like a couple of months ago I, I got like this injury on, on my shoulder and and it got me thinking like how much kind of a fragile we as we are humans are you know you can be super stronger you know and buffed and be like you know i can you know feel good and everything but it only takes one little thing to hit you or to be in your body and it definitely will destroy you and change your life like like totally 360 here and it you know it's 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 awful so so yeah i do have like that same same mentality like at least every day to be like i'm alive and well i'm just gonna keep doing my thing and make sure that by the end of the day at least i did what i wanted you know, with the, with everything that I have on, on my, on, on my control, you know what I mean? Because you never know. And I do think that when you have like that idea too, everything it's, it tastes different, you know, it, it tastes like much better because you, you start to discover, like it only takes one second to yep. change everything. So hundred percent. And it's definitely like formed the way that I teach and lead as well. Like I have so many students now and I feel like the foundation of some because you know especially this day and age everyone struggles with so much mental health um issues depression anxiety just just so much is coming up that I love bringing it back to this space when you know in dance especially it can be this thing of like just push through and like the joy can really be taken away Mm -hmm. always bring it back to like what is what if this is the last time you can dance what if this is the you know the yeah just how just how fleeting it could be what if it's the last time this will feel this way or you'll be in this moment like let's let's savor every second of it and yeah because it's easy to get lost in the sauce when you're like Mm -hmm. trying to make a career and trying to do all these things with it it can like the love and the soul can just completely die yeah (laughs) refeeding that yeah totally Mm -hmm. our bodies are so so fragile we have have to take care of them yeah. yeah and it's amazing oh like last week i fe- i fell downstairs because i was like sleeping and i was on my way to work i fell downstairs and like uh like this finger here went like crazy up didn't uh didn't broke fortunately but it was like hurting like up uh, you know it was hurting a lot and uh and i just couldn't use my hand properly because of this finger because he was hurting like so much i have to do everything with the other hand and i was just and i was just looking on my way to work like like how like it it took like just one thing and now my hand is kind of useless you know and everything changed that day like uh like like the whole day i had to do everything with the other hand and i was just like struggling around i was like this is exhausting and um and it made you as we were saying like it made you realize how much like how, how fragile we are i mean as i said you can be like super stronger but if you fail downstairs one you know uh and if you hit something it's yeah. game over and then yeah it's it's it sucks yeah yeah so immense gratitude and and never letting the presence 
fade fade away while being on stage or anything especially when there's lots of moving parts yeah, and like when I, when I did a cruise ship I did some of the like aerial tracks mm-hmm. where we were flying in the sky and stuff and yeah I just heard so many horror stories about little People falling yeah. falling breaking a leg and all this I'm like oh my gosh yeah gotta be careful yeah and not that you mentioned it, like how do you maintain your physical and mental health giving the whole demanding nature of you know of dancing Mm-hmm. yeah well ever since the hip surgery that like really made that question prominent for me yeah. so I was like okay I need to make sure this doesn't happen again what can I really do here and that whole time period brought me really deeply into um spirituality through yoga just incredible both my parents do yoga as well my mom's a yoga teacher so that okay. had already like, been in my mind and a part of my life um like my mom taught me how to meditate and we would do yoga together ever since I was like six like we we it's been a part of my life but I kind of you know when you become a teenager I was like <laughs> <laughs> but when this happened to me I was like right I need to make time to connect to my body and myself in a way that isn't competitive isn't external isn't about anything else except for me and what I need and so a yoga practice has been um really really important for me and I guess I call it yoga but it really is just like intentional stretching and breathing and mindfulness I'll like play um music that's kind of gets me in a meditative state I'll like light some candles and yeah just really take my time to stretch and breathe and be with my body and um that is such a deep therapy for mm-hmm. me it kind of turns into movement as well like once I'm feeling open and like uh like I've gotten out any little kinks or um even I have some troubles with my feet sometimes from wearing heels so much so I'll really have to like massage my calves once that all feels open I'll just do some like free kind of meditative movement as well and I feel like that gets my body feeling so open really really healthy and yeah brings my nervous system back into balance makes me feel really really happy really creative like that that for me is is the biggest thing for sure like even more so than I mean I still want to eat right still want to eat lots of veggies and drink water but I notice if I don't do that that's the biggest thing for me is that Mm. stretching kind of time for myself that's the biggest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how do you continue to learn and grow as a person and as a dancer as well? Oh my gosh, just just being present every moment, kind of what we were talking about. Like, I find that um, recently I've been waking up really early. I'm not a morning person, no. but I've been waking up earlier um, and going for walks along the seawall in in Vancouver. And even just that time of like being present and connecting with nature, especially really lucky to be surrounded by a lot of beautiful nature there. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that that really taps me into um, a lot of wisdom because even in those, in those moments at the beginning of the day, I'll kind of have this feeling of, Ooh, maybe I should do this or maybe I should read this book or maybe I should call this person and have a conversation. And, um, yeah, just kind of being open to how we mm-hmm. kind of said at the beginning. Um, things beyond dance. Mm-hmm. 
that can help like keep my mind open and inspired with other things mm -hmm. there you go all right and can you tell us uh yeah like uh, your favorite performance or choreography and why it is so special to you mm. yeah one of my favorite pieces that i've created i didn't dance in it um but that i created it was for a, a program called quill in vancouver um this program dancers enter if they want to get more into creating and being a choreographer so i loved it because while i was teaching them the piece i was also talking about my creative process mm -hmm. and it was just very in-depth i love being collaborative and I love having conversation as I'm creating instead of just telling dancers do this and just shut up I'm like no let's talk about it how does this feel for you and um yeah and in the end that piece ended up being something that was beyond what I ever thought it was going to be too I explored a lot of things I wouldn't normally since the program is for creative exploration yeah. it wasn't like to have this I don't know big showy final product even though there was a show that they did perform I felt more inclined to like lean into some of my crazy ideas and I really loved the choreography I created there was like it started with the heels section mm -hmm. and uh, it was very like exploring like this idea of of being feminine mm -hmm. And then it kind of had this transition moment to go into this way more masculine piece and all these ideas of being masculine, almost less of like how that looks in two separate people, like in society, but almost how those um, energies feel in my being, the, the feminine and the masculine. And then from there, uh, it went into like this um, kind of like party jazz funk vibe ra randomly like so random and then as it started to go into this whole party with all the dancers I had the music cut out so they were all dancing in silence for a few seconds and I really wanted the audience to feel uncomfortable and have this feeling of almost like seeing seeing everyone in this like crazy wild state of partying and living and stuff but disconnecting from it a little bit, almost mm. like when you're at a party or at the club and you have a moment where you step back and see everyone like identifying with yeah. being feminine or masculine or this identity or that identity. And you take a moment and you're like, wait, why are we, why are we wearing these masks? Why are we, maybe that's just me at the club, <laughs> but I'll like kind of take a moment where I'm like, what are we underneath all of this? So I kind of wanted to see if that, turning off the music while they were still dancing would jar the audience into questioning it, questioning what they were watching a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The music came back in and started to slowly fade into this really beautiful James Blake song where it goes into this kind of existential, like, who am I routine? And um, yeah, finishes off with this one dancer kind of breaking out and looking out into the audience and I wanted that to symbolize kind of like waking up to their true being beyond any of their identities. And as I watched it, I was like, oh, I feel like this was one of the first times I created something where I felt so seen. As I watched it, I was like, this feels so true to 
what I was feeling when I created it. And I had so many people come up to me after and everyone had a completely different idea of what it was. Some people were like, oh my gosh, I love that piece about feminism. Oh my gosh, I loved this piece about domestic violence. I loved this. And I was like, whoa, everyone interpreted it so differently. Um, that yeah, I want to create more pieces that are abstract like that. Because mm. I feel like it's it's really cool to see how people interpret it. And yeah, that's my favorite so far. I mean, it's a whole beauty about art, right? That everyone has like everyone can take it differently. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And what are yeah, like what are your thoughts on the importance of dance in society? Mm. Oh my gosh, dance is so important in society. Well, okay, in Mexico, is dance more, it's more of a cultural, like, societal thing, right? Is it, like, does everyone dance at, like, functions and gatherings? And Yeah, well, that is a good point, yeah. I mean... Because dance is more part of the the culture, right? Yeah, I know that you mentioned most, yeah, in, in some of the parties that I've been, most people know how no i mean at least they know the moves right you know, you know it's like uh it's like normal i mean of course there's people like me that need at least a bottle in which yeah. in which i'm like okay i get it now but if not there are some people i mean i've met a bunch of people that wear alcohol they just whenever the the song starts boom just connect yeah. so that's pretty cool yeah right and i feel like in canada i don't know there's there's a bit of a disconnect there mm. where dance isn't like we've lost the aspect of dance a little bit that's really for just us as humans mm -hmm. to release and connect and have fun like it feels like a lot of people are like oh I can't dance I need to take a class like it's saved for either when you're fully just partying and like super drunk or when you're a professional doing it mm -hmm. and I, I think we've we're kind of disconnecting a little bit from just dances what humans do to release and have fun and express and connect. And um, I think it's, it's connecting more and more. Like I have a lot of people that take my classes that are um, have never danced before. And yeah. they say that they'll just dance at home even before they've taken classes. This dance is still a part of their life. So I feel like it's like waking up more. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would love for it to be more a part of society as a whole. Because dance yeah. is just feeling it's so fun. And especially like with so much going on in the world and um, even like personally for so many of us, I think dance can be such a healing modality for release mm -hmm. and yeah, just connecting to, to joy um, and forgetting about everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, thing. I think the same. I think people should need more just to dance and have fun i mean of course that there's of course i can understand sometimes that like especially like in clubs or you know places like that that you will see people that are not dancing because they're shy for you know any reason and i used really? to be i used to be like that uh, uh you know uh, 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 a few years back but then specifically yeah at, at some point i was like you know what who cares You know, because sometimes you you tend to be like your like the like your worst critic. You'd be like, no, everybody's gonna realize. And once you do it, you're like, you discover that nobody cares. Mm -hmm. You know, you just you know just have fun, enjoy it. And if you don't know how to dance, I mean, just 
who cares you know what i mean i mean if, if you want to <laughs> dance go for it and uh and may, may, maybe you're not gonna be like a pro dancer but i think that is also about expression you know what i mean like uh like how you feel and 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 people should be paying like more attention in their feelings instead of the instead of instead of the what if other people don't like it or what if you know things like that so and i mean i get it it's vulnerable like i don't like doing karaoke i don't really sing very much so i could see how maybe people would feel similar to that with dancing but yeah i feel like i'm i'm less interested in how dance as a spectacle that people can watch will affect society and more interested in the like interpersonal how movement in your own body can yeah. can be helpful yeah yeah i mean that that is like the idea that i have like who cares you know if mm -hmm. you want to if you want to do you know just have fun i mean we only have one life and as we and as we have been saying before i mean you never know so why not just enjoying it just enjoy it and uh and you know like a friend of mine he met his wife uh on a club and he was like afraid to dance and then his his brother was like just go for it and yeah. he went for it he was a terrible dancer and yeah some people were laughing of course but at the end he got married with uh uh with this girl and they've been happily married for some years now and we were talking about it like a few years back like how interesting that sometimes life can i mean you never know you know i mean just go for it and enjoy and enjoy the moment and perhaps something cool happen with it you know perhaps you're gonna like the most important part here is to have fun i do think that sometimes and i think that is one of the problems here right now with this world that people that people is forgetting about how to have fun and they just are angry all the time yeah you know? and it's like not to discredit all the things to be angry about yeah absolutely totally. to be upset about i think it's it's sometimes hard though to to almost feel like we're allowed to have fun while so yeah. much is but it's it really is our our right to still get to tap into that joy and presence and release and make time for that as well because yeah. you can't it's just gonna get too much if we think about all the the hard stuff all the oh, time oh yeah yeah i mean don't even get me started because yeah it just <laughs> takes it just takes one second for you to check on the news to be like okay now i'm pissed you know mm -hmm. or or social yeah. media or things like that yeah i mean what i do now just i just tend to mind my own business and of course that yeah you can you can inform you can get informed here and there or, or like what is going on behind it but just don't take it seriously you know just like watching from the outside and be like okay so the world's still like that fine and just keep moving your own your own way and not let like that negativity that is that is surrounding us um follow you you know what i mean so yeah like that like that is like that is the idea that i try to of course that is easier said than done but like the idea that I try to be like, you know what, just enjoy it. Of course, there are going to be some some days in which you, you're going to be angry. And that's fine. I mean, we are, we, you deserve to be angry sometimes too, you know, don't like the key here is don't suppress your feelings because that's going to be like a lot worse. So I had a really brilliant, I, um, I held a choreographer's um, program for the first time this year for a few dancers. And um, one of my students said this brilliant thing about her piece was um about like her her mental health struggles and she said this brilliant thing because a lot of her mental health struggles come from uh what's going on in the world and trying to you know deal with all of that and feeling responsible and she said this brilliant thing of that we're not free until we're all free 
And, and I loved that she said that because I think we can almost get too personal about it where I, I don't mean like forget about what's going on in the world and we yeah, can totally. just dance and have fun because the goal is that we all can can dance and be free and that's that's really the goal of it all but I think it does start with like you said being aware seeing it and like doing what we can but then also keeping that like light mm-hmm. and love within us not to get too kumbaya about it but I really do think that that energy matters yeah totally in a state of of love and joy even for like the strangers we see on the street and everything to to try to give that energy out there you go I'm all about share positivity around here I love it that is amazing now let's say that one day I call you and I tell you that I want to become a dancer now here's the thing to your experience as i was telling you i need a bottle in order for me to like okay i got it so yeah. based on what you know and what and what you have been through what do you think that would be important for me to know before jumping in mm. well i would say you already are a dancer okay i would say you already are a dancer you're saying you're calling me that you want to be a professional dancer you want to super make it your pro yeah, yeah yeah make it you want oh you want to be super pro. <laughs> top top okay top. okay yeah yeah, yeah. I would say first tap into what you love, make time for what you love. Don't lose that as you go on this journey, really like pinpoint what, why, why you want to dedicate your life Mm -hmm. to this art form, because it's a lot, it's competitive. It's like we said, hard on your body. It's, it's the most beautiful I mean, I, I think I'm a little biased, but I think it's one of the most beautiful lives, but it's a lot. You have to be really resilient. So really tapping into that. Why being sure before mm. you go with it? Like, do you really want this? What are all the reasons? Do you want to just like, I don't know, be on a cool TV show? <laughs> or is it like, this is my calling that I feel really deeply within me? Because in those moments where it gets hard, it's so important to know deep down that this is what you're supposed to be doing so you can just move ahead no matter what mm-hmm. um, but then i would say yeah get into a ballet class get into a few hip-hop fundamental classes i think it's really important to train in like all the fundamentals mm-hmm. first um i see a lot of like choreography classes now and i teach a lot of choreography too so i'm not not um talking down to it at all choreography classes are amazing but you really want to like learn the foundations of dance because then from there you'll understand choreography better you can freestyle better um it just improves everything if you learn the foundations so i'd say dive deep get really curious on the foundations of dance there you go i tell you what if i ever become super pro at some point when i win an award or something i'll be mentioning you in my thank you speech thank you better yeah <laughs> there you go i love it you know back in high school i did i i almost had like the super chore- choreograph with some friends of mine and it was all well prepared it took us months to kind of uh have it we had it but then the day the day we were we were, we were about to perform i remember that it was like a uh it was on a yeah it was outside so it be so it became to rain, but it was raining like a lot, and it, and they canceled all performances, and nobody saw the performance. We, me and my friends, got. I mean, like the other day, I was like speaking with them, like, do you even remember some of the moves? And actually, we do. So that was pretty cool. But um, 
but uh but not the whole thing so i was like mm, that, that's a bummer nobody saw us performing so no. you should have performed in the rain like a step up moment that would oh. have been cool but you know like a lot of it, it was in school so you know you couldn't take like that decision to you know what i mean so but um but yeah that was a shame and we did learn pretty well the song was i remember that it was so we took it so we basically saw this this thing it was justin timberlake performing for the victoria secret fashion show and he had like this performance i don't, I, I i forgot the name of the song but it was like you there, there were two songs on it so we did loved it i was like okay we got it so we learned everything and um but yeah at the end at the end at the end we we couldn't perform so that was no. bad. yeah you got to bring him back maybe at some point you know what maybe like at some point i i, I would like tell him like what if we, like what if we do it back and it would be hilarious to see like everyone you know like under 30s yeah. to do it that again that would be fun <laughs> but uh we'll see yeah huh? yeah that would be fun we'll see but um anyway here like, how do you feel dance has evolved over the years? Like, especially with the influence of social media and technology. Oh, my goodness. The years, like the evolution of it since social media has really taken off. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely. It's done such amazing things to it, and it's done such horrible things to it at the same okay. time. Okay. Um, because with with the internet, you can learn so many things just from Google searching mm. all the YouTube videos, all the you can get so much inspiration. There's so many like how to contemporary floor work, how yeah. to heels. Like we just have all this free information to us at our fingertips. So there's so many people who like learn their entire, you know, if you don't have the money. You can mm. entirely all the skills if you really are going to dedicate. I mean, that's hard work, though, to do it all yourself just with information online. But it's possible um, to learn everything, the history, like the techniques, all of it from from um, online. So that is incredible. But the thing that isn't so incredible is there's just a, it, it, you know, how social media is a bit of a popularity contest sort of mm. thing as much as some some stuff that does go viral and gets a lot of um attention is is really incredible i do think that there is kind of a, a we're disconnecting from like maybe what dance might mean to us yeah as an individual and maybe more like ooh let me let me do what's going to be like the cool thing instead mm -hmm. of like my creativity and my but at the same time dance even historically is a community collective thing like that's how moves even get made is you're like dancing with your people and then oh we're doing the same groove and then oh you do something and I want to copy so it makes sense that we see things online and we're like I'm going to do that TikTok dance too because we're a part of the same community yeah. mm -hmm. let's do it so it is beautiful um but I worry that it is kind of I don't know taking away some of the personal like sentiment um yeah mm -hmm. yeah maybe but but it's but it's good as well so yeah yeah like i remember when tiktok came everyone was dancing suddenly yeah and that's beautiful hey that was cool what's this little thing that's like 
<laughs> a little back and forth, little hip action thing. Like it, it seems like it's bringing so much joy and like how we're all connecting around the world doing these same dances. Like that's super beautiful. Yeah. But I wonder how we can expand. I don't know if if someone starts to really get into dance because of it. I hope that they're also exploring what it is for them and their mm -hmm. own expression within it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was I think there were even like some cases of people who, you know, because of the whole pandemic, then TikTok and they were like dancing inside things like that that they became pro at some point. And I think they and I think they were able like to make it, you know, like to make it to the next level. So uh, that's pretty cool. And yeah, I do agree. You know, like what I have found with social media is that it it opens the door to really cool and amazing content, but it also opens the door to really fake content, you know, and you can totally tell whenever someone is performing something or, or showing something that is doing it for the wrong reasons, you know, for the views, the fame and glory, which is, you know, but if you're doing just for that, I think that, that I think also you are taking you are taking all the joy of it because at some point you like you you're gonna hate it, you know. And like, what is the point of doing something that you're just, that you're just doing it for something for a simple reason, which is money? You know what I mean? So totally. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree with everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know what? Like, what motivates you? You know, we all have those days that basically we just want to quit. Happens to all of us. Doesn't matter what. Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter what we're doing. It happens. So how you manage to keep up? Yeah, like to like to keep up moving, regardless of how difficult a situation might be on your life at that point. Mm. Yeah, I'm really lucky because like, I mean, what I said about like how performing, no matter what's going on, performing is my meditation, healing, connection to self, joy, like mm -hmm. it, it isn't my, it doesn't feel like work, even like my teaching or or choreographing like for me when I am feeling like ugh, I just don't even want to anymore my natural inclination mm -hmm. is to play music and move my body to release and through that I'll get creative inspiration like it's not even like I'm searching to connect back to it it's just that like I'm lucky enough that my work and my like soul are intertwined they're mm -hmm. so intertwined that whatever i'm experiencing like feeds my work okay. so if i feel like quitting like that i don't even know if i've ever felt like quitting because for me i i just am an artist so if i don't want to do one aspect of it say i'm like oh i don't really want to do live performing anymore okay mm -hmm. cool Maybe I'll get into teaching more or oh I want to quit teaching I don't like doing this anymore okay cool how can I um perform more how can I be a part of film and tv stuff more or um yeah maybe writing or but no matter what like I I need to be creating to feel good and alive mm -hmm. and creating is like breathing to me so I guess Quitting it as an entire thing would never even cross my mind. If anything, I, I'll just refocus. I guess that's why I like to do so many different styles as well. Because mm -hmm. if I'm like, Ugh, I want to quit contemporary. I hate the contemporary world. Ugh. I'll just be like, ooh, let me put on my heels and get into that world a little bit more. And mm. yeah, so grateful that there's so many different worlds within it as well. There you go. 
I yep. love that. And my last question, you know, so we can all enjoy, relax after a couple of difficult questions here and there. There you go. Yeah. So what do you think that could be the best title for this episode? Oh, oh my gosh. Right. I know I did see that at the end. Um, the best title for it. I mean, how abstract can we go? Do you like to keep it pretty straightforward? Or should as we you, do as you wish? <gasps> what if we do? I'm so cheesy. Anything that comes to my mind is so cheesy. Hmm. Something about. Like, do it because you love it. Move from your soul. Like, mm, something around. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> Probably. Uh, um breaking barriers and blossoming i love alliteration <laughs> okay breaking barriers and blossoming yeah or what do you think let's collaborate <laughs> mm. Mm. i mean i don't know okay so Blossom with style. <laughs> Blossom with style. I love that. Down. Yeah? What do you think about that one? Blossom with style. Blossom with style. Blossom with style. Or dance and blossom with style. Dance and blossom with style. Style. Down. Let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. We have, so we have a title then, because that's going to be like the title for this, like for this whole video and on Spotify and Apple Podcast. So. Dance and Blossom with Style. Or maybe, because what, what, what was like the um, kind of main thing that has tied it all together? I feel like, I feel like it's been this thing of like living fully. Mm. And um living fully with style. Living fully with style. Wait, I, I kind of liked how you had dance in it though. That was kind of nice. Dance. Am am I am I style am I stylish? Absolutely. So Okay. Yeah. Dance. Yeah, why don't we just go with it? Dance and dance and blossom with style. There you go. Yeah, let's not um, overthink. We have a winner then. I mean at the end, what can I say? You know, it's incredible what you do. The fact that you keep moving forward, the fact that you are killing it out there, you're rocking it. I mean you're showing to the world that you were doing it and it, and it is possible, you know, regardless of that previous injury you you had and you are just rocking out there that's pretty cool and i and i do think that people should be focusing more on the on the positive things in the inspiration side and by looking at your work and what you have done i mean it's inspirational enough to be like hey if i can do it i can do whatever i want to so yes there you go
I love it. I also want to thank those who um, tuned in the whole episode. Thank you so much. Now, as I said at the beginning, on the description below, you're going to find all of Nadia's social media. Now we found out why she's super badass. So let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Nadia. She's incredible. And again, thank you so much for making this happen, Nadia. Keep killing it out there. Keep rocking. Keep shining. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Dan. All right.